If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Outstanding jeans in comfy pants. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Did you say standing jeans? Yeah, I had never heard that uh, term before. We'll get to that here in just a second. The out and in list. There's oh. a bunch of them around. This one's from the Washington Post and getting roundly mocked mostly, but <laughs> um, we'll go through some of that. But first, uh, let's wax musical. Prepare to feel very, 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 very old as we go through a list of albums that are turning 50 years old. So that is, and of course, you only feel old if you're old of a certain age. I guess if you're younger, you just, just seems like oldies music. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it would feel like, but because um, I am old. But Dark Side of the Moon turns 50 this year. Queen Queen, is that their first album? Yes. According to some musicologists, yes. Uh, David Bowie, Aladdin? Aladdin Sane. I don't yeah. know that one. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road from Elton John turns 50 and Band on the Run by Paul McCartney and Wings, all 50 years old this year. Well, that's the end of the list? That's the end of the list. Oh, because 1973 was a huge year for music. A huge year for me getting grown-up teeth also. Top albums. I thought that that list wasn't worth a damn. That added nothing to the clip. I'm disappointed and angered, as you can tell from my tone. DNA. Disappointed and angered. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Here are your top albums. Uh, number Oh, this is the top ten. Okay. Uh, Mott from Mott the Hoople, For Every Man, Jackson Brown, Aladdin Sane, David Bowie, pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. Oh, wow. Now that's the biggest one on there. 
Come on, so ter- far. In terms of people that the, the music people are still listening to regularly, I think that might be the one. Song, well, it's the album with the original version of uh, uh, Freebird, for instance. Yeah. Uh, Band on the Run, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh, my God, The Wild, The Innocent, and The East Street Shuffle, Bruce. Oh, that's a big deal. Oh, Jack, I'm going to kick you right in your musical cojones. <laughs> 50 freaking years old, Quadrophenia, The Who. Wow. Houses the Holy, Great Led Zeppelin album, and, and Dark Side. Kicked in the testicles. Who wants that? Unbelievable. So uh, I find out and enlists kind of humorous because they're obviously just somebody's opinion. And most, most of the stuff on this list, I don't know what it is. So if you, if you really want to know, I can click on it and tell you what it is. Or maybe you do know. Or we'll just move on quickly because we don't care. Okay. Uh, some of them are self-explanatory. Uh, out San Francisco Democrats in Brooklyn Democrats. I think that's pretty interesting from the Washington Post. So I suppose with Nancy going by the wayside and uh, a variety of other reasons, the whole what, what's mostly interesting to me is is that Democrat the Democratic Party is still going to be viewed as you know a coastal elite tiny section of a you know nationwide party. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll move on to the more some of the more fun ones. I don't even know how to pronounce some of these things. Out Chaga Chagasinos Chagachinos. In mm-hmm. Yupon tea. So that first one must be a drink. Chagachinos? Yeah. Out AirPods, which I just got my son some for uh, his birthday. He loves them. In bone conduction headphones. <laughs> it sends it sends the music down through the bone of your jaw is the way you get the, the, the music, I guess. Wow, it sounds like a euphemism for uh, the old uh, in out. Jeez. <laughs> oh, out finished basements in finished room over garage. Okay, that's where Fonzie lived. Uh, out spherical furniture in glass blocks. I'm definitely not hip enough to what know what that is. What the hell? Spherical furniture, you just roll right off of it. <laughs> glass blocks? I don't know what that is. Out IUDs in vasectomies. Okay. I must be ahead of my time. Out quiet quitting in loud layoffs. Eh, I wonder about that. You might, This seems like the sort of thing you might know. Okay. Out, out butterboards in fast casual charcuterie, or however you say that word. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fast casual charcuterie is just so superior to the butterboard. I mean, <laughs> is that a, you show up to my house with a butterboard, I slap it out of your hand, what? I tell you, go hang out with some losers. That huh? sounds like the sort of thing you would have in your kitchen standing around with a glass of wine. No? Okay. What is a butterboard? I don't even know. I know what charcuterie is. I know what this one next next one is. It's a it's, fancy French word for like cheese and crackers. Yeah, we had cheese and crackers at my family get together. Oh, charcuterie, and, and nobody said that word. And if I had said that word, nobody would have known what it meant. Including Did anybody me. say a crudite, Doctor House? <laughs> Out fidgetal in bleasure. Now I actually looked these up, so I know what, what they are. Fidgetal, spelled P H Y G I T A L, in bleasure. Fidgetal is. Uh, some sort of fancy combination of digital and physical shopping. So stores trying to, are you trying to convince people like, I don't know, lure them into your store, but get them somehow through the website or something. Anyway, that's out. What's in is leisure, business leisure. And that's finding a way to to do your traveling, but continue to work, which I don't know if that's a good trend or not. I've got a friend who, uh, she only does leisure. She, uh, any vacation she goes on, it's, where can I go that has fast Wi-Fi, bring my computer, and work like several hours a day while I'm doing it? 
Yeah, well, I think in the world of remote work, it's not that you're working on your vacation. It's that you're going somewhere cool and you're working. But then when you get off work, instead of, you know, you going down to local Taco Bell or whatever, you go dancing on the beaches of Ibiza or whatever. <laughs> With your butterboard. Um, your, no, no, not a butterboard. That's out. Well, yeah, maybe you have the discipline to do it that way, and you're doing it that way. I think for a lot of people, it, well, it's going to be like the way freaking email became and texting, you know? Hmm. You used to, you got the weekend. The boss was never, ever in a million years going to call you at home on a Saturday afternoon then emails showed up, and yeah, you're supposed to respond to your email that you got on a Saturday. Oh, or so I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you declare, hey, I'm working full-time next week. I'm totally on the clock, but I'll be in Belize <laughs> so I can go out to the beach before and after work or whatever. And then that becomes, uh, John, you're on vacation in Belize next week, but can you check in every afternoon? Right. Okay, I see. The creep. The we'll creep. See. We're gonna, you'll be missing fidgetal. <laughs> <laughs> You'll wish you were fidgety, a bunch of butterboards. Uh, I'll get to the funny one here in a little bit. Out China's population in India's population. I think that's 100% true. Yeah. Uh, I might have to click on this one. Out throuples in polycules. Do you know what polycules Ooh, are? Yes. Shh. It's hard to describe. Keep it rated R. Well, we know what throuples are. That's a, yeah. a couple plus one, a throuple. Polycules. And this kind of comes out of uh, the FTX founder, old Bankman Freed, because he had this kind of thing going. They're a form of consensual non-monogamy in which partners seek out multiple romantic and sexual relationships. So it's just a bunch of people, polyamory, polycules. That would suggest, though, that you have like a group of people that's kind of set. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It doesn't seem to be just like random people wandering in and out of it. It's like it's us six sharing each other's fluids. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, that's a charming way to put it. These relationship networks are known as polycules or constellations, and they can be complex and interconnected. Here's a good one. I kind of sensed this in recent years. Out poolside parties in party barns. The number of, like, weddings or parties thrown in barns and stuff like that that I've heard about in the last couple of years, that's party barns are a thing right now. So there you Mm. go. I have no barn, whether to party or not. Out having to have politician hair in politicians with shaved heads because it makes you look all manly and cool and whatever. So you'd like us to believe. So you'd like us to believe. Out pickleball in orthopedic surgery. (laughs) I think that's funny. I think Um, that's a joke, yeah. I like this one from the Washington Post. Out Twitter in still Twitter somehow. (laughs) Um, Out effective altruism in naked greed. We're about due for a naked greed decade, aren't we? Like the 80s? I'd have to think about that for a bit. Oh, I I think, no, no, that's wrong. I think in the wake of uh, the uh, pandemic, it's it's the great, it's going to be the great decade of work-life balance. I think you're probably right. Which may leave an av- an avenue for the greedy. I don't know. And that will be followed by the naked greed when that all falls apart. We'll you see. know, I'm just trying to get through the day. I don't know what the next decade's going to bring. Out FaceTiming in voice memos. I think that'd be cool. Mm, out flameless candles in drippy candles. When you're a certain, certain sort of person <laughs> that you have in and out candles. Uh, drippy candles, the great vaudeville comedian with his famous bit. Who's going to light me? (laughs) 
I like this one. Out blaming millennials in blaming Generation X. What? Are, are we about to come in for a kicking kind of like uh, boomers like boomers. did for a while? Okay, boomer. Yeah. Wow. I, well, you know, again, as I said during the radio show, I hope when the angry young people put the old against the wall and execute us for spending all of their freaking money, um, somebody will remember that I was against that. But, yeah, Gen X hasn't done much better than uh, the boomers in those terms. And, in fact, looking at the current... Well, who's who's in who's like in the White House in Congress right now? Well, it's boomers the, and Gen X. Yeah, well, it's mostly old, older than Gen X. I just saw the averages today. The average for the Senate's like sixty-eight. Yeah, granted. Um, and uh, House is younger though. House is younger. House is mostly Gen X. Although the House leadership, certainly among the Democrats, is like the silent generation before you know World <laughs> War. Like they grew up in the Depression. Right. right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, yeah. Their their sexual awakening was to Greta Garbo. That's, that's they what can that do the is. Charleston without <laughs> lessons. Yes, it's bingo. Not, it's not retro. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, out it girls. This is speaking of aging populations. Out it girls in menopause mavens. 
Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Whatever that means. When it comes to sports out, changing the name, in selling the team, that could be. Um, This one probably is true. This has been true for a while. See the two impeachments of Donald Trump. Out legislation in investigation. Congress hasn't been into legislation for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you one more before I get to my favorite one. Uh, dumb, dumb, dumb. Don't know what that means. Hasn't stopped us so far. Out crypto. <laughs> out crypto in currency. I, I believe that's true. Uh, standing jeans. Outstanding jeans in comfy pants. I had never heard the term standing jeans, and I mentioned it to my nieces. They said, oh, yeah. So they knew, what? they knew exactly what it was, and they're college graduates, so they're like early 20s. But When you first said that, I wasn't even sure if it was jeans like J-E-A-N-S or G-E-N-E-S. No, it's jeans you wear. They're so tight, you can only wear them standing. Oh. So you put oh, them on. Good Lord. You put them on standing and leave them on standing and don't plan to sit down on them, so you can wear super tight jeans, but you know for a fact they're too tight to sit down in. Standing jeans, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, every girl has a pair of standing jeans. Uh, that's an interesting term. Um, I, I, I searched on the term and a bunch of images came up and those are very, very tight. Hot chicks and tight jeans, I'm guessing. W- yeah. With big old funky booties, too. That seems to be part of it. Well, I, I don't know about that part, but I've had some standing jeans in my life. Uh, not really on purpose, just uh, at some point I was going to have to unbutton them if I was going to sit down for very long. Boy and ladies, you think you're getting squeezed? There are details. uh Yeah. There are parts that get squeezed bad. You ain't got testicles. All right. There you go. If anybody wasn't following me. (laughs) Wow. Although, here's my question, though. And and your nieces would certainly know better than anybody I know at this point in my life. But jeans simultaneously are practically leggings. They're super stretchy and flexible. So evidently, these are more denim-y jeans? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. They'd almost have to be or it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of the tight jeans I see on on young ladies, first of all, I will not look, even briefly, unless Judy tells me to. But if she does, let's I see look a at a woman's certificate. very, very tight jeans, uh, they're almost always practically leggings. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my younger niece, who's, she's an athlete, that's part of it. She she said she wears pant, like real pants maybe once a year. It's all leggings. Getting back to what I was talking about on the radio show, the younger generation has got comfort down. I think Mm. we're about to move into it. Everybody just wears stretchy, loose-fitting clothes era. Or stretchy, kind of tight-fitting, you know, of the yoga pants, uh, you know, variety. But a buddy of mine, we were joking on the golf course the other day, and he said something about, uh, oh, I was actually wearing some jazzy golf pants that he said look like pajamas. And he said, we ought to have a tournament where we all just come out in pajamas or sweats or whatever. And I told him, modern golf wear is every bit as comfortable as pajamas. Why would you bother? Mm. And it is. It's it's either if you're a young stud, it's tight so everybody can see your muscles. Or, you know, us older, more sensible gents, it's on the loose side, but it's very light and very stretchy and it breathes. It's practically wearing PJs. How is not being young and fit more sensible? I get being older, but that's more sensible. Well, I have well-muscled legs, but I'm not going to be wearing some sort of tight, tight pants because I have dignity. I don't. A gentleman of my age does not wear tight clothing. Never has. Okay, boomer. 
No, it's it's true in 1870. Well, not really true. Do you ever see those like uh, paintings of the founding papas or the king of England or whatever with their tight, tight breeches? Yeah. Leaves nothing to the imagination. Their big old bellies hanging out. Sure, sure, and they're, they're uh, cod pieces that barely contain their schwanstukas. Of course, that was a sign of wealth back in the day, being overweight. Yeah, well. You didn't try to hide it. Look how much food right. I got. huh? Look at this belly. Those were the days. And look at my tight, tight pants. You got to look at them because you're a peasant. You know, young people, they have comfort down. I tried to wear... My bathrobe, tidy whities and black socks to the store, and it went very, very poorly. <laughs> Sorry so, to hear that. It's prejudice. It must be a young people thing. Well, I guess that's it. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.